Hey, y'all, so this is actually a part two of a previous episode that we had with King Darius the Great. My audio was still a little muffled, but you can hear me, and I do think there's some great jewels that we dropped inside this conversation, including why some celebrities have flipped and supported Trump after previously supporting other candidates and social commentary and music, as well as trying to figure out the gray area with Ice Cube meeting with Trump and not meeting with Kamala Harris. So check it out. And enjoy the show. People are clamoring for a man. But you live. But you live. The words that you read within all my lyrics rejected out of my lyrics. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that, that whole experience kind of set me up for what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think I'll be as seasoned of an artist or as you know intellectual of an artist when it comes to not only writing but just the business itself if i didn't go through that you know what i'm saying even bumping my head with the situation you know what i'm saying it mm-hmm. just it all taught me how to conduct myself as an artist going forward you know which is why i never you know hung it up you know what i'm saying like because as as great of um opportunity that was and 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 as great of situations we were in as far as you know being on tour and you know performing in front of hundreds of thousands and you know i mean it was even like we talked about soldier boy and 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 me writing for lil wayne we actually had a a a show date that had us on it soldier boy and lil wayne and i'm just i'm <laughs> sitting there like wow this, like really this is what's going on for real like so just to embody that and have that experience it really you know i looked at it like um going to college before you get to the pros. Even though we was in the pros, it was like, you know, it was a, it set me up to really be a leader of my team as opposed to just being a part of one. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. Is there anything else you wanted to ask about that, Jay, before I move on to kind of how um, the new album is encapsulating current events? No, we, we can move on to that. I think, you know, we we said... A lot like yeah. this man's yeah. talent speaks for itself, and, and yeah, was... through, through these other stories, once again, I'm stoked that he's on this podcast. This shit cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's incredible that you're trying to document what's going on in 2020 inside of this new project coming up that you mentioned because I think that's one of the greatest things about music in general specifically hip-hop is that obviously hip-hop centers around storytelling quite often and when you think of certain eras you think of the music that was alongside it you think of the civil rights era you think of the blues and the jazz that came along with it and such and the gospel like you know the stuff that was narrating what was going on you can't help but think of Nina Simone when you think about protests you know like it's so right because she was talking about what's going on you can't help but to think about ray charles i i really think it's dope that you're doing that what are you setting out to do and are you setting out to do something similar in that vein or are you just trying to put your own perspective out on it are so you trying to memorialize it what was that last part I'm sorry, are you intentionally trying to document it or do you feel as though you just need to put out your own commentary on it for the sake of your own mental health in your own space? Yeah, so me personally, I think, again, it's, that's that's another question where the answer is a little bit of both, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I kind of, you know, narrate, narrate it from my perspective, 
But, you know, if that can <clears throat> simultaneously resonate with a lot of other people in a way of um, just embodying the time frame of now, then cool. I'm, I'm with that, too. You know, but I always have to be true to myself and genuine when I when I attack records that I'm doing for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like I feel like if I do that, that the audience will respect it and receive it a lot better than than just trying to, you know, kind of just be cookie cutter with it and hey, hey, well, this is what's going on, so I'm gonna say no, it's more of this is what's going on, but this is how I perceive it. And this Very is what true. I feel this is what I feel this means. You know what I'm saying? And everybody may not agree, but again, this is this is hip hop. This is not supposed to be an agreeable, you know, genre of music. You know, we didn't, this is not how it started. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, a lot of people kind of get away from that, which, which takes away from um, the beauty of what this genre of music is. You know what I'm saying? You know, cause I think, you know, again, a lot of people do feel like you, me, or the next person, but if we don't stay true to how we feel, how are they going to know that? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that's that's where fans, true fans come in because it's like, oh, this guy said something that I really that I really feel in my heart, but he said it from his heart. So it's like, we're on the same way. Right, right, yeah. right. So, so you do know, you think people are trying to pander too much now? I do, I do, I do, I do. A lot of, a lot of artists do that, you know what I'm saying? And again, it's easy to, to get into that box of things, man. Because what 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 may have worked for somebody, you know, a lot of people like to kind of follow suit and what have you. And yeah. I'm not, nothing wrong with that. But I, what I like to do, I like to, if I'm gonna do that, I like to still put my imprint on that sound. So if I'm gonna go ahead and like like Pandemic Players has a a UK drill type of production, mm-hmm. which you know, um, a lot of a lot of artists out of New York are doing that, you know what I mean? Um, and what have you. Like Pop Smoke, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? He he made that pretty popular and what have you. But I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take what, what that was doing and I'm going to throw my personal twist on it. You know what I'm saying? South twist on it? Because I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it, 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 does, it does have a certain certain level of that in there, you know what I mean? And and I think that's what adds to, you know, the the genuine part of it. You know what I mean? Because I'm not I'm not just trying to totally emulate what 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 they were doing with it. I'm like, yo, let me take what y'all was doing. Let me add a little bit of this, a little bit of that, so I can pull in those same listeners, but also some new ones too. Yeah, and you when, think especially that's- when it comes to concept wise. So what do you mean by that? So what's some of the concepts that you would think? What what would you do with a concept? that would evolve it? So I'll take my current single, Pandemic Plays, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, when the average person hears it for the first time, it may put them in the in the mind frame of what they've heard before with the vibe, with the vibe of the record. But when mm-hmm. they begin to listen to the actual lyrics, it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it does have that vibe that I've heard before, but He's saying some some other shit. Yeah. He's saying some shit for real. Like he's saying something. Like, and I and 
I'm big on that. I'm big on I'm big on bars, and I'm big on you know concept and 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 bringing that to light through what is already popular. But you know what I'm saying like I, I mask it with what's popular, and I bring in you know a whole nother way of of presenting it. You know what I mean as far as when it comes to the concept. You know, because yeah. most people, most people, you would think that, okay, this is a song straight up about dope, you know, drugs or what have you. No, nah, it may sound like that because of the production and how I'm flowing. But when you listen yeah. to these words, oh, he's talking about, he's talking about the pandemic and what's really going on. Now. He's talking about the chaotic, the riots and how it could be, it could be, um, you know, this, this chaos could be manufactured, you know. Uh, they could, they, or how they could be hijacking, you know, certain certain ways of the old, but presenting it in today's realm as if it's the same thing, but it's really an orchestrated chaos to get you off of your off of your square. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to talk about things that the average person is not going to really touch on, but when I talk about it, I dress it up in today's way of doing music. You see what I'm saying? So do you think that that's part of the secret to creating some of the hits that you've created and getting some of the major placements that you've achieved is using that method of the what, using what's popular but also adding a new element, obviously? I, I do. I do to a certain degree. Now, again, when I'm writing for somebody else, I kind of just put my mind and in, in frame mm -hmm. into what into what they've already been doing and kind of just... And I will add a little something here and there, but I don't like to be too... To, I don't like to, you know, go against the grain too much because I'm trying to make that sell. And I know what they do and what they're comfortable doing. But when it comes to my personal music, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I, I, that, that's what makes King Darius the Great great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, like that's what I do. That's what I do. I, I like to, I almost, it's almost like, you know, I don't want to say fool the consumer, but just for the sake of conversation, yeah. It's almost like fooling the consumer. I'm, I'm, I'm going to package it up like a a pop smoke record. Yeah. But when you open this motherfucker, it's going to be a whole lot more in this in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not fooling the consumer in terms of anything bad because if anything, you're lowering their expectation for what's really about to come because you catch them by surprise. And you're giving them right. a higher quality content anyway. So it's not mm -hmm. really fooling them in a negative sense. Um, right, right, exactly. Indeed. So you're going to be talking about a lot of current events and a lot of what's going on. We wanted to touch on some of those because we obviously, um, uh, in this episode, but we uh, we obviously, we talk about social justice a lot on this podcast and things like that. We had a whole episode. A lot, yeah. yeah. During the riots, we had a whole episode dedicated to it where we sat down with the uh, hip-hop journalists and talked about the history of it. So... Recently, we had a couple people switch sides on the political spectrum. <clears throat> Lil Wayne and 50 Cent are now endorsing Trump. And we wanted to get an idea of how you feel about that, why you think they might have made that decision, and kind of give our opinion as well. Okay, yeah. So, um, me personally, I think I think that happened. Well, we, we always have to look at who's doing this, endorsing, and what have you. And we also have to look at their 
their bank accounts and their, their, their tax credits. Oh, you hit the nail on the head. On the head. That's exactly the place we're going to take it, but go ahead. Yeah, we have to look at the tax bracket these guys are in. And when, you know, you're making X amount of millions of dollars and like for Lil, Lil Wayne, for example, he's been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been, he's been, you know, very wealthy under different administrations when it comes to the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, he can actually see, and 50 Cent as well, they can see the level of money that they're able to retain tax-wise under Top these certain power. regimes. Mm-hmm. Right, under, well, under these different regimes. And it's like, okay, damn, am I going to take this hit? You know, just because the popular, you know, opinion is to go with this side, or can I retain my riches at a higher rate because I've earned the right to do that under under this person's um, regime? Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, you know, to each his own. I, you know, you gotta look at what you value on a, on a, from a moral standpoint. And, um, you know, based on that, obviously, is what decision you're going to make. Clearly, these guys have made their choice. And, you know, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to speak on whether that's that's right or wrong. But what I will say is, you know. When you work hard for something, you do want to retain as much of it as possible coming from mm-hmm. an individual who got robbed of, of, of certain things along the way. I can understand wanting to secure yourself going going forward you know what i'm saying in that sense now when it comes to a lot of other things that 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 come with being a president and what have you and and giving their endorsement uh beyond just the from the money aspect you know now we can get into some other discussions <laughs> right yeah are you willing to put social justice before your money or vice versa? So Right, ultimately is what it boils down to. Yeah, and I think, um, I definitely agree. I do think that 50 Cent, I think 50 Cent, if I'm not mistaken, has outright said that he didn't support Trump until he looked at Biden's tax plan, which is, in my opinion, pretty scummy, uh, because you're putting all the, that in front of every other issue that's on the ballot. Um, but like right. you said, it is understandable to a certain degree that you have your money, you earned it, you kind of want to keep it. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, it's it gets, it gets to a gray area with that because, you know, again, um, it's hard to it's hard to say, okay, well, let me worry about me and my money and not worry about, you know, all these other people in the country who, who, um, ultimately don't feel as accepted by a certain presidential regime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or for multiple different reasons, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, again, we got to stop looking for these guys to lead the way when it comes to that though, as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Me personally, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think those are the individuals we want to, we want to, be saying okay to lead the way when it comes to certain things that they've never led the way on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, with um, with Wayne, I think is a prime example of that because Wayne's endorsement is empty to me because Wayne has openly admitted in the past, or like over the span of decades, that he's completely out of touch. 
he has mentioned that he doesn't keep up with politics. He doesn't keep up even in the. He doesn't even keep up with the current news and the industry that he works in. Music. He he thought Twenty One Savage was a group. You know stuff like that. I so, mean, I mean, and just not to cut you off, but it's like when when you've been, you can have anything that you want since fucking thirteen, well, yeah, fourteen. Yeah. It's hard to really be in, in in touch with your average individual citizen. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's actually what I was about to say. Like 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 you said, he just enjoys a different kind of privilege that we won't we don't know. Yep. Right, right, right. And, and even he posted about that. I've been researching like the push of T beef and stuff, and like and that's not nothing to do with this. But I remember in the Bape interview, he was talking about like, yo, I've been rich since I was like 14. Why are you talking? I've been making, I've been making money, and it's he's he's aware of it to a certain degree. Right, right. So, so you know, yeah, that's why I think Wayne personally for me, Wayne's endorsement is empty to me because I know he's not knowledgeable on it. But here's the thing: is that I still think his heart is in the right place because when he he didn't know about Black Lives Matter and then he was educated on it, he was like, okay, I get it now. I understand. When he didn't know about certain things, he's willing to learn about it. I think what Trump did was he took advantage of that. He showed the platinum plan to Wayne, and Wayne genuinely genuinely believed what he put on paper. I think Wayne really thinks that Trump is going to do something, and I personally think it's false promises because the wording and stuff, the research I've done on it. So I don't I don't fault Wayne all the way, but I only fault him to a degree of that he doesn't do his research. And that's it. Right. Well, right. Do you agree, Jay? No, 100%, 100%. I mean, as far as Trump goes, you know what I mean? One thing I've always kind of felt with, with supporting him right now, right? Like, if we had a time machine and we went back to 2016, when, you know, we didn't really know what he was capable of, we, you know, we, we knew for the most part. Most of us knew mm-hmm. the kind of guy he was. But at least in terms of, like, actual policies, we existed in a time where we didn't know that he was the kind of guy who would call certain countries shitholes or make brash decisions. You know what I mean? I can yeah. kind of understand wanting to support a guy who doesn't represent the um the political norm because you know he he comes out of left with you no know, not being connected to any of the other politicians or whatnot. Yeah. But in 2020, all this whole thing of being against PC culture. Exactly. But in 2020, after four years of, you know, everything that he's done and said, you know, if you endorse him still, it's definitely got to be more because there's a benefit to you. You know what I mean? And then on, on top of that, it's like, even as far as the platinum plan goes, like, you know, it's a nice idea. It's a nice set of promises and whatnot. But, you know... I think he's shown his colors. Like, even at the same time that he's pushing this platinum plan, I would I would say like to to Wayne or anybody who liked Trump off of that. Can you point to a time where he was doing anything for the black community um, before that that wasn't tied in, for into his reelection bid? Yeah, and, and that's right. Yeah, I spoke to somebody. I spoke to somebody about that stuff too, and. They told me, oh well, you know he he opened up tremendous amount of funding for HBCUs. 
historically black college universities and what have you. Mm-hmm. They said um, they said um, they would come to him for the funding, and he's like, okay, what's going on here? He's like, yeah, they, you know, the the previous regimes and whatever, they make us feel like beggars and what have you. And and the individuals I was talking to said, yeah, Trump actually gave them more than what they were asking for and all of this. I don't know how true that is or what have you, but this is what he was telling me. Yeah. And and then I know he pri- he he speaks on that a lot as far as um when I checked out some of the debate footage and things of that nature, mm-hmm. you know. Um We also know I the man is a liar though, which is why you say we don't know how true that is. Right. right, right. <laughs> Here's another thing with that too. Like, you know, like you said, we don't know how true that is, but at the same time it's like, you know. At this point, everything he says or does to me feels like posturing because it's it's what people want to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's election time. <laughs> it's election time, and, right. and, and and one of the things with that too, and I think about that a lot of times because it's like at the same time that he's you know he's giving money to HBCUs. That's nice, but you know, I I can't. I know it was this year, but I I, I definitely seen and would encourage people listening to go double check for themselves because I could just be talking. But, you know, he, he is, as we speak, in, in involved in wanting to rewrite or, or reteach certain aspects of American history to schools and in schools, right? With with the aim, obviously, of downplaying certain stuff, um, downplaying certain stuff regarding the slavery and whatnot. So, like oh wow you know what i mean it's like it's like if i yeah. remember correctly he i think he, in certain schools he he was basically making it so they would lose funding specifically but i think it was his cabinet that wanted to do it mm, okay because i don't think he's i don't even think he's that knowledgeable about what he's doing i don't think he's even thinking that deep into it i think he's overwhelmed with the presidential position already and i think that his cabinet are are not not to say that he's pure or anything like that but i feel like his cabinet are the ones making those decisions to be fair but he's I, still signing off on them in that exactly. sense though, you know yeah because he put those people in power mm-hmm. so, he had to elect his cabinet, which he fired multiple times. <laughs> and, but, right, yeah, uh, he done went through a lot of, a lot of, a lot of employees in that cabinet. Boy. <laughs> yeah, but that's another thing is that it's kind of insulting with the platinum plan and things like that because one of the things I wanted to talk about was the cube situation. Everybody was torching cube, right? And I felt like there was a lot of gray area because he said he would like to meet with either side. He said, and it just so happened that Biden pushed him off until after the election. And then Trump said, I'll speak with you now. So he went and spoke with the guy in power, which is understandable. You got to, you want to make a change. Even if you don't like the guy, you got to talk to the ruler. You got to talk to the top of the chain. Um, and then he, he didn't do his research either because after the platinum plan came out, he didn't endorse it. He didn't even see the platinum plan before, but he didn't make that immediately obvious. Um, but Trump was saying, "Hey, we talked with Ice Cube, and then so and we used some of his ideas for contract with Black Americans in the platinum plan." And then someone combed through it, a reporter, and it was like nothing is the same about these two documents. They didn't actually use anything; they were just using Ice Cube as a pandering tool. Um, and I think it's you know, it, it it's it's kind of infuriating. 
like all these all these false you know these red herrings to try and you know pull a vote i mean do you think it was right for people to try and quote unquote cancel ice cube after just talking to the man in power I don't know, that question, forgive me, that question sounds like it might have been a little leading. Do you think he should have been criticized for meeting with Trump at all? Me personally, King Darius the Great? No, not at all. Not at all. You know, I mean, this is, and people are like, oh, well, what is this rapper doing involved anyway? First of all, Ice Cube is more than just, you know, a rapper. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I respect the era that he came up in. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. Um, also, he was the leader in a whole new way of producing that type of music, and yeah. and a lot of what NWA, I'm referring to, was talking about was social injustice. I mean, they, these guys were speaking directly about things that they were going on in their neighborhood that um, was socially not right, you know what I'm saying? So, if yeah, anybody, if anybody, America's most wanted, he was still doing it. Right, right, right. If anybody has um, an understanding of social injustice, you know, it's Ice Cube. You know, he spoke on it years leading up to now. <clears throat> so just because, you know what I'm saying, he did a couple nice happy-go-lucky movies like Ride Along and shit like that, that don't mean that, that don't mean he still ain't that dope boy. You feel me? Like, straight yeah. up you know what i'm saying so he got he has something to say and um it should be it should be taken heed to you know definitely yeah. as far as with the president you know what i'm saying the current president um like you said bro what do you expect if you want if you want some type of change you have to meet with the people at the top whether you yeah. like them or not you know cuz you know, sitting down and, you know, being in the in the crib under the roof, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to get it done. You have to get out here, move and shake and bake with those that's, that can actually make it happen. Now, whether they choose to do so or not, obviously is up to them, but you have a lot better chance of at least implementing something by speaking and, and interacting with these individuals than, than not. So I, I feel like, I feel like Ice Cube got unfair treatment to the fullest when it comes to a public from a public standpoint. And, um, you know, I think, I think we ultimately, we need to collectively do a lot better when it comes to trying to cancel people out and what have you, because, you know, th this man was genuine in his approach, you know? Well, Jay, I know that you were one of the people who criticized Q for the decision. So do you want to expand on that? Do you still feel the same way? I honestly feel the same way, but at the same time, I do understand. I mean, you know, like I said, it's, 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 I, I go back to that same thing of like, you know, once again, if, if we go back and we're talking to Trump back then when we still didn't know the full extent of his, you know, just callousness, right? I, I can understand trying to talk to him then, but, you know, we've had four years of him just repeatedly making promises and not following up on them and, 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 and staying and doing things that he knows will cause a certain reaction. Like, so it's like, so I, I don't know. Trying to just set himself up to be used as a pawn and to be used with just for another empty promise. It was kind of done in vain. I, I, in a way, but, but 
you know, I do understand the need to do that, but at the same time, it's like, you know, even even by way of going there, regardless of how he might feel about Trump, and, you know, he, he probably didn't endorse, he, he didn't endorse Trump, right? He just mentioned right. that he went to go speak with him, right? Talk to him, and he said that he wanted to talk to both sides. It just okay, so yeah. On first. And then, and then, you know, even even just the way that that um that side is, like, you couldn't think of a better word to use inside, but you you see how they twisted the talk that was really just to talk about, you know, promises for the black community, and they twisted it to make it seem as if Cuba's on board with them 100% of the way. So it's like yeah. even in in that little, even in that little sense. You can't trust them. They even took 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 a, took a route to misconstrue the 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 real goal of that meeting between Cube and, and that administration. So, yeah. if I was in Cuba's spot, like you know, I don't know what more could be gained from working with a man who, you know, isn't willing to staunchly um staunchly um disavow racist on yeah. on a national you know national platform like i i understand what needing to talk to him but i i don't know what more you're gonna get out of him yeah you know cube has also um recently turned down a meeting with kamala harris and at first i was like the hell what are you doing cube um wait wait cube turned down he turned down the meeting yeah so he turned it down but here's why is because there's more there's more gray area to it right so there's more details so what Mm -hmm. happened was kamala promised to talk to him earlier and never contacted him and he was under the impression that she was going to reach out because his lawyer had a connection to Kamala come to find out that she never calls and then she does invite him but it's to a panel with like 12 other artists it's not a one-on-one conversation about his specific policies that he wants to try to implement so he turned it down because he felt like it, w- it wasn't going to be constructive because you're going to be sitting there with 12 other people trying to fight over whose voice is heard and it looks and it's more so i can i can imagine that because it seems like it's more for show rather than to get something done you know i can understand that perspective but i don't know do you guys feel the same way do you think he should have gone to it anyway uh king Darius the great speaking i i mean you know clearly he had he had his reasons behind that that you just stated and I mean, just from from hearing that, you know, I I don't know if I can really fault him for that. You know, I think I think he wanted to present his ideas and what have you, and to be kind of basically um, shunned off. And then, oh, here's an extension, but also it's going to be a whole bunch of other you other rappers. You know, yeah. it kind of it's like it's like, hey, man, I'm bigger than just some artist here with with that wants to, you know, tap dance around you guys. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be an advocate for this contract with, with, like you said, it's Black America, you know, and and I want you to really sit down with me and see what's going on here. You all, your campaign already told me that you was gonna get to me after the fact, and then not only did you, did you, um, you know, send me on a merry-go-round when I tried to talk to you direct, you want to hit me back when you got a bunch of other artists as well and try to group me in that box with them. Ice Cube has way too much, you know, he has too much of a background, a resume, and personal pride to to be subjected to that type of thing. So, I mean, it's Ice Cube. I, I can see why he would probably do that. Yeah, and what do you think, Jack? Do you, do you kind of fault him for not meeting 
despite the every other miscommunication and all? Um, not not that much. You know, hearing hearing the reasoning behind it, and then even the um, even before you said it, when you mentioned that there was other artists there, I was like, huh. You really trying to like like make a scene type thing? Like yeah. you know, you're gonna, gonna have this on Zoom, niggas could log in and watch, like this is a spectacle. Yeah, and you it know does, it's, it's it does feel like that because guess what? Immediately after that Zoom meeting is over, guess what everybody's gonna do? All the celebrities up? are gonna go straight to their social media and be like, I just talked to Kamala Harris about doing better for the country, but we don't know how much will actually get done in that meeting. So it, yeah, it's all advertising. I mean, it could be in speculation, you know. Yeah, but like you know, we don't know. But it's giving, it's giving photo op vibes. It's giving, <laughs> it's giving. Let me let these people see what we're doing out here instead of actually doing stuff. So I, I, I guess I get that. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, and again, again, my whole thing when it comes to this personal, you know, this election as as a whole from a personal standpoint. It's like okay, if if individuals, you know, rightfully so, if they personally feel rightfully so that they're unhappy with this particular um, administration, it's like okay, I feel like the other side should have done a, a hell of a lot better job of picking the candidate. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Now, whatever whatever process goes into that. You know, it should we should have been a lot more engaged in it. You know, we shouldn't have waited to till it got to okay, it's either him or him. Because yeah. there's a lot of things on Biden's side that is just just doesn't sit well, you know, with me on my heart either. You know what I'm saying? You know, we know what Trump is. You know, we it, based on what what the media portrays, we know what he is. But this guy. You know he has he has an extensive background. It's like what over forty years or something, and it's yeah, like sure. almost fifty. And it's like outside of being uh, a black man's vice president, there's a lot of a lot of questionable things that yeah. he's been involved with. You know what I'm saying? But like, and I'm being nice when I say questionable. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we sold ourselves short when it came to our options. And another thing I feel like is that we got to stop thinking that we only have two options. You know, if everybody was on the wavelength of, okay, we're going to pick who the hell we want, as opposed to who they say we need to pick or, or who, who our choices is, yeah. we could really shake things up as, as citizens of the country and say, you know what, it's not going to be a Republican or Democrat this time. Because both, <laughs> neither one of you motherfuckers, as far as parties is concerned, are taking us serious. So that's we're going to elect somebody real. else. That's a very you know real thing, especially since, um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because I never thought about how we could all, if we all hopped on that same wavelength, easily use the write-in tool to elect our own candidate. It would go yeah. through. It would go through, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As long as there's not a bunch of fraud and other shit going on, it would go through, period. Because we we do have that power. This is the citizens' country. It's never the government's. It's 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 portrayed that way as if it's the government's country, but it's not. It's it's ours. And until we begin to step out of the the box of what they tell us is normal, 
you know, oh, it has to be, a, it's a Democrat or Republican. We're taught that in, in school, for, yeah. for goodness sake. You know what I'm saying? I never thought about independent. Not... I didn't know independent was a thing until after high school. Well, not until after high school. I learned yeah, recently. class yeah. during high school. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You got independent. You have libertarian. You know what I'm saying? There, there's another. There's a third candidate um, that has actually got on the ballot in all in all um, states. And her name is um, Joe Georgeson, and mm. she's a libertarian. And if you look her up, um, there's a lot of things that she says that are pretty, pretty, pretty phenomenal, man. Uh, yeah. When it comes to prison reform and what you can go to jail for, um, when it comes to you know getting getting locked up for drug charges and what have you and doing so much time for drugs when when in actuality you know she feels like you shouldn't have to do all that time especially if you're just a user you need you need rehabilitation proper rehabilitation not incarceration you know what i'm saying she she talks she talks about doing away with um you know a lot of these probationary um uh, situations with these probation I've written papers on the disenfranchising felonies and stuff like that. So I I I agree with everything you've stated so far. I mean she has a lot of a lot of great, great, great innovative ideas that ultimately could do us a lot of good. But you know, I'm not clearly she's not gonna be the winner, but it's like, hey, if a lot if a lot more people paid attention you know what I'm saying? She wasn't even allowed to be in the debate. And it's like, why? I could be mm. on the ballot in all 50 states, but you won't let me debate. You know, What's you won't the point? let me get out here in front of the in front of the the the, the potential voters. You know control. what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. It's all about control because it sounds like what it sounds like is Joe Georgeson is the closest thing to Bernie that a lot of people who supported Bernie wanted. And right. now she gets no attention just because she's a libertarian instead of trying to align with the Democrats. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So that 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 power again, we hold that. But mm-hmm. if if we don't use it and we don't flex it, we're gonna continue with these same, you know, two options. Why do we have just two options when it comes to who can be the president of the country that we live in? You know what I'm saying? We should have mm-hmm. more options, and it should be spread across the board. Like, okay, you know. We gonna re- we're not just gonna reward you for being the biggest, the, the two biggest parties with the most money, because none of that, none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Matters. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel me? Like that, that, that doesn't do anything for us clearly, you know what I'm saying? Because we continue to be in these same situations where we're upset with who's, you know, in office. You know what I'm saying? Now, when it came to Obama, I feel like he was the most charismatic. He was the most likable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying, which is cool. Still, but, still um, <laughs> right. When it comes to when it comes to what what he actually did for you know certain individuals and certain you know disenfranchised people, you know he was he was limited, and you could say it's because of a of a Republican led Congress or what have you. One thing Trump has shown me, which is crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because like, damn, what, what can he show you that that could be positive? <laughs> <laughs> what he did show me is, damn, the president got a little bit more power than the fuck than I thought. What the hell? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. 
executive orders left and right, and this shit's going through, and all this other, like, even without full support, and he still make. I'm like, damn. So why didn't you know some of these other guys do the same thing? Like how this guy's doing? Like when it comes to that alone, you see what I'm saying? So again, mm. I start. That makes me question individuals' actual um, everybody's motives. Yeah, yeah. Their intent when they when they obtain that office. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, mainstream media has a has a way of kind of shaping the narrative for us in that mm-hmm. sense. And I think that we just need to, as a whole, you know, really kind of start thinking out the box and, and not continue to just reward these guys just because they tell us these are our only two options, you know. Yeah. Just to really shake things up and, and as a whole pick somebody else I guarantee you, both sides will get their shit together. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that would happen. But yeah, I think, I think that's really all we had on the on our ballot. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Jay or Darius? Um, no, it's been uh, a very, very enlightening discussion just now. I can't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Word. Nah, man. I mean, I I appreciate I appreciate y'all having me, man. Uh, you know, these are great things to talk about, man. I think I think it's a it's great what y'all are doing as far as talking about these types of things. I think it's informative. I think it's important for you know people of the culture to start engaging in more of this, this type of process and understand Indeed. beyond just the presidential election. We have you have local elections. You know. Um, if you are in an area where you feel like more of minorities are going to the local jail cell at a higher rate, well, you need to start engaging into the election of the sheriff of your town. Mm. You know what I mean? You yeah. need to start looking at, you know, the city council and the things of that nature, because that that's going to affect you first and foremost, you know, mm-hmm. because they live right there in that particular county, town, or city. You know what I'm saying? So, Start being more engaged and educate each each other. You know what I'm saying um, from the local level all, all the way up to the to the national level. You know what I'm saying, and I think conversations like these are 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 great and very healthy uh, for for us to kind of get to that point of understanding. Yes, sir. Yeah, we very really very very you. good point. Yeah, we need we would need you to engage in it in order to have this conversation. So we greatly appreciate you taking the time out and being willing to talk about topics that might seem uncomfortable or that a lot of people that are easily, you know, make some people a target to other people. So we do appreciate your company and being willing to actually speak about it. Um, Absolutely. Oh yeah, no that, problem, bro. That goes that goes back to that being genuine shit. Yes, sir. sir. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign out with our social media. So I'll go ahead and kick it off. Then we'll go to Jane. Jane, we'll leave it with uh, Darius and you promote anything you got coming out, sir. Pandemic playlist. And also, my name is Huda. On all platforms, you can find me. Check out Sandwich Shop. The link is on every single social media account that I have. Go ahead, man. Sign out, Jay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, it's Jay Fortuna. At J Fortuna three hundred five on Twitter, Instagram, the likes. You know what? Um, go listen to Mowgli on SoundCloud when it drops on Sunday. Um, you'll love it. First yes, lead single sir. off my unknown, unnamed as of yet unnamed mixtape. And King Darius, go ahead and 
let the people know what you want them to know. Oh yeah, it's King Darius the Great. Once again, I'm I'm so honored that the guys had me on the podcast. Um, you all can reach out to me on my Instagram at King underscore Darius first. Um, first King underscore Darius on Twitter, King Darius underscore the Great on TikTok, King Darius the Great One at my Facebook fan page. Um, I have my current single, Pandemic Plays, that is currently out right now. Please go and stream that, get that, whatever. Listen to it a, a million and one times, please. Yeah. Um, much appreciated. And be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for my EP around Christmas. Um, we're gonna call that Unsung. Um, that's what that yes, is. Sir. The, the EP Unsung. I'm going ahead and there's a lot of a lot of great content on there. Second single was Famous Amos on Black Friday. So just continue to watch for me because I'm gonna continue releasing records and continue releasing projects and continuing being great because that is me, King Darius the Great. <laughs>